Welcome to the weekly podcast of Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Reverend Odette Lockwood Stewart, pastor of Epworth United Methodist Church, spoke on Sunday, August 22, 2010. Her sermon was titled, Recreating Sabbath. How do we find the holy ground which is our source and strength? The lectionary reading is Isaiah chapter 58, verses 9 through 14, and Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 17. Tomorrow, August 23rd, is the last day of Epworth's three-month Pentecost adventure, Body and Soul. I'm hearing some minds going, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. I thought for sure I could start next Monday. (laughs) Three months ago, 82 people signed up for a challenge to nurture habits of life and love and wholeness for body and soul. To encourage each other and to encourage ourselves to be well. In simple things, drinking water, being silent, reading scripture and spiritual texts, serving in community, praying, meditating, eating fruit and vegetables, and speaking our longings for new life in community. We celebrated and encouraged each other. Now in the next Epworth newsletter, We will name the team that won this very high-level competition (laughs) and their reward. And we will also share testimonies of what people experienced who participated. Now, while many may not have sustained this adventure, I know that in my own life and in the lives of others, some quiet and remarkable things have happened. We have paid attention for a while to the choices we make and to the movement of the spirit, to where we need to be healed and where we need to be about healing. If you have an experience or a struggle or a story or an insight or a blessing or a witness to share, please email it in or call me or call one of the staff because we want to collect these and call Jody Gill that I want to celebrate Jody's participation. Stand up, Jody, as a leader. And I want to celebrate anybody who is here, stay standing, anyone who was a resource either a team captain or a Wednesday evening stand, if you were a Wednesday evening presenter or a team captain, and if you tried for at least 30 seconds to participate in this challenge, I want you to stand too. All right, give yourselves a hand. (laughs) Thank you. We will have one more potluck and conversation And our guest resource person will be Tracy Brown Mala. And she is a wonderful coach, and she's going to lead us in a conversation on change from the inside out. 
that will be the reward for all of us who participated or thought about participating or read a newsletter article. Anyone is welcome to this event, and it will be coming soon. When I wrote the invitation to the congregation to participate in Body and Soul, I began with my own need, and I began with these words. We all have challenges to body and soul. While we cannot control every factor or circumstance in our lives, we can make choices that support health and move us closer to abundant and joyful life that God intends for us and for all peoples. Faith community is a place, the church is a place to nurture and hold ourselves accountable, a laboratory for abundant living, body and soul. It's not easy, amen? amen. Self-help, self-improvement, self-care struggle within us against self-judgment, self-defense, self-preoccupation, and isolation. The Gospel of Luke tells the story of a woman who had an affliction for 18 years. She was so challenged, so ill, she could not stand upright. She could not move freely. She could not meet someone face to face. Her body and soul, her days and her nights, her relationships and her loneliness were distortions of who she was created to be in community. On the Sabbath day, that woman's life was transformed. With a blessing, Jesus healed and freed her to be her whole and holy self. She didn't ask him for help. He saw her. He noticed. He paid attention. He called to her, spoke to her, touched her. And he freed her. She recognized the source of that healing. And so she stood upright, praising God. Now this story is about healing but it is also about Sabbath. Because Jesus healed on the Sabbath, that was considered work, and he was accused of violating the commandment to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy, to do no work. Now, I found it interesting in one of the commentaries, it said that if it had been like emergency care, 911, sudden onset, it would have, might have been okay. But chronic illness, and I, 18 years of an affliction, not so much. Yet I believe that it was the Sabbath itself that was part of that woman's healing and part of ours. God created the Sabbath for us, for human being for relationship, release, recovery, and wholeness. Perhaps the secret of new life isn't in recreating ourselves with every new academic year, with every new relationship, new job, new project, new book, new workshop, new outfit, new day, 
but rather in recreating Sabbath for our lives. The word Sabbath originally meant to cease, desist, abstain, rest. Sabbath, Shabbat, is a gift of our Judaic heritage. The word Shabbat comes from the root Shin Beit Tav, meaning to cease, to rest. After the people moved from nomadic to agricultural life, Sabbath became more than cessation of travel or work. Sabbath became the cessation of ordinary activities and the gathering of people to worship God and to enhance human community. Every listing of the Ten Commandments includes a commandment about Sabbath. Observance of Sabbath became a primary cultic institution by the fifth century before the Common Era. And in the Jewish community, Sabbath was observed and is observed on the seventh day, the day God rested. In Christian community, communities among them, Sabbath was celebrated on the first day as light was created on the first day, as Jesus, light of the world, rose on the first day. The practice of Sabbath has been whittled away, but the need for Sabbath is stronger than ever. Within the lifetime of the elders among us in Epworth, including myself, Sabbath was a legal day of rest. Stores were closed. Let's get our minds around that for a minute. Stores were closed. My first day in Boston, I hitched a ride to my first year in seminary. They dropped me off and there was nothing open. <laughs> no office, no building, no market, no, no nothing. <laughs> Activities were limited to worship and study, meals, hospitality, visiting, or resting. We don't do it that way these days. Sabbath squeezes in around all of our many other activities. In fact, by and large, we don't remember Sabbath, let alone observe it. And it is to our own peril. I love Lily Tomlin's line when she said, if I'd known this is what they meant by having it all, I would have settled for less. We want to have it all, or we feel pressure to have it all. We learn and we try to get it all into a day, into a week, into an hour. We work or worry without ceasing, fearing, whether we'd say it or not, that any minute we are not working or worrying or active or actively thinking, then we're losing ground. I once read an observation that suggested most Americans tend to worship their work, to work at their play, and to play at their worship. The idolatry that characterizes much of our work, the obsession that accompanies much of our leisure, and the indifference we bring to worship do not help us to find ourselves and our souls, much less truly meet in community, let alone find the holy ground, which is our source and strength. We do not believe that we do enough, have enough, or are enough. John Vandelaar, a pastor in South Africa, wrote this prayer. Worry and stress are not hard for us, God, 
We do them without thinking. There is always the potential of threat to our security, our comfort, our health, our relationships, our lives. And we foolishly think that we can silence the fear if we just had enough. Enough money, enough insurance, enough time, enough toys, enough control, enough stored away for a rainy day. It is never enough, though. The voice of our fear will not be dismissed so easily. But in the small, silent places within us is another voice, one that beckons us, that points our gaze to the birds and flowers, that in unguarded moments lets our muscles relax and our hearts lean into loved ones. In unexpected whispers we hear it, calling us to remember your promises, your grace, your faithfulness, and suddenly we discover it is enough. Amen. Sabbath is a time to rest in that other voice that rises from small, silent places. It is one day a week that infuses every day, every week, because it is time to reflect on our lives, to celebrate, to rest, to reconnect and recreate. Sabbath is a time to heal and to be healed. It is a time to reach into deeper waters to the aching and longing of our own hearts, the core of our identity and relationships, and the elemental connection to our hurting, waiting world. Let us help each other with Pentecost and ordinary day challenges and conversations, and prayer, and celebrations, to find ways to rediscover and recreate Sabbath for our sakes and for the sake of the world. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the weekly podcast of Upper United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Worship services are Sunday at 10 a.m. at 1953 Hopkins Street in Berkeley. Child care is provided during worship. Visit our website at www.epworthberkeley.org. Oh, no.